0: sleep first. Come on coffee. Why are you dripping so slowly? You hmm? want to drink coffee. Ugh. That might have been too much water. My coffee is pretty much packed into the bottom of the this thing. There we go. Ugh. I think I ground it too fine. I can't even open the show until I have coffee. All right, fine. We're going to have to run. With what we have run with you, bro. It's probably the most redneck phrase I know. Okay, and here we go. And oh, and now you drain over there. Pfft, whatever three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Monday, February 22nd, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Um, This weekend was about as mixed a bag as you get. So, uh, what was Friday? Friday was good. Friday was a good day, productive day, got some good work done. Yeah, things went well. Saturday, the day started great. Did a bunch of projects, little stuff around here. Was was crushing my to-do list. Really happy with what was happening. Oh, you know what I did on Friday? Um, the new Taekwondo uniforms. I did the video, the video releasing them and... Uh, one of the video clips I recorded didn't come through right for some reason my phone decided to drop like half the frame so it about halfway through that second clip that I needed uh, the video and audio were way off time wise so I have to record that again that might happen I don't know it'll be this week Uh, so Saturday things are going well I start this big loop of going to various stores to get a few things like propane for my flamethrower I go to the gas station, I go to the grocery store, and I take my phone out to turn on the Wi-Fi to get my shopping list. And there's an email. And for some stupid reason, I opened it. Actually, I'm glad in hindsight I did. But I opened this email, and it's from my web hosting company. Now, for Whistlekick, I host a bunch of websites. Um, You know, we used to host Whistlekick.com. We used to host whistlekickmartialartsradio.com until, for various reasons, we moved those away. But, um, Marshall Journal and a bunch of others that are relevant, we still host those. Excuse me. But I also host websites for clients. And so there's this email from my hosting company saying, We found some malware in your account and we've shut you down. And I went, Shut me down. I try to go to a client's website and there's this big message that says we've shut you down. Crap. So I put the shopping basket away and I get back in my car and I drive immediately home. And I go on. I log on. Figuring I'll just go delete the files. You know, I read the email. It says you delete the files and we'll reinstate your account. Okay, not a big deal they're like, here are these two files. See, we even found them for you. Just get rid of them. So I log in. To get rid of them. And there's... They've deactivated my account in a way that I can't even do that. I'm saying, but... How am I going to delete the files? So you can reinstate my account if my account is deactivated. And I can't get to the files. So... I jump on chat. Support. And... First time talking with says, all right, I'll put in your request, it'll be two to three days. I'm like, No, that's not acceptable. So I disconnect, I call up, I get somebody who is actually a reasonable human being. And she has to go to her supervisor or whatever, fifteen minutes later. I'm in, I've deleted the files. Okay, we're gonna run a scan and just confirm that they're that everything's good. All right, fine. How long does that take? Uh, a few hours. Okay. So I get an email. Here are the hundred and something new files that we found. Crap. So that process started at like 2, 3 o'clock on Saturday. And it was a constant back and forth of me calling or mostly calling or being on chat. Deleting files. Them running scans. Writing me back. Repeating the process. And ultimately... I ended up with somebody who was really helpful and at eight thirty I was like, I I have to go to bed, I'm fried. I've been sitting at my desk just staring at the screen for five hours. I ate dinner in between one of those stints while I was running a scan and barely slept and woke up to a series of emails one saying, All right, we've run a scan, found a few more infections. I've deleted those I'm running another scan that scan came back clean I've reinstated your account yay so then I go and check on the, infa- uh, the websites and like half of them won't work they're broken some of them I didn't need anymore so I deleted them but there were six uh, client websites that had, were in various stages of problems and I ended up on chat with an amazing person. Oh, I tried call. No, for this I didn't. I didn't call. Oh, and at one stage, Saturday night, the phone stopped working. Like, their phone just wasn't working. Probably because they were having so many problems. Ugh. And... Uh, so I got on chat with somebody who fixed all of them. It was great. But that was still... When did I start that? Yesterday morning. Seven. So... Nine, ten hours working on this. But. This infection goes back to. Whistlekick Martial Arts Radio. Like we've been dealing with this for six months. Knock on wood. It's finally gone. Because every time we thought we had it. New stuff would pop up. But because these guys had a scanner. That they could run at a low level. That we didn't have access to. So, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into changing the hosting plan in such a way that I can run those scans. Because this was a nightmare. I never want to do it again. So, that was the downside. What was the upside? I have a flamethrower now. And I melted some snow off the roof. And it was a hell of a lot of fun. And I tried to take a video and put it on Instagram. But for some reason, my phone decided to not record the video correctly. Which was really weird. It's got, it looks like a photo, but the sound is there. So, very strange. Um, if you have the opportunity to get a flamethrower, I would recommend it because there's something very Primally satisfying about a flamethrower and I look forward to the summer where I'm gonna burn things in my fire pit with my flamethrower um, There will be a better video plenty of people were asking for a better video I'm gonna have to get a better video either with a tripod or somebody holding a phone because it's, it's Flamethrower is really like a two hand thing because you gotta support the the end nozzle and then you gotta squeeze the trigger. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What else? um, Hung out, dinner with a friend. And yeah. So I got like three people asking to see the bar. So I'll show you the bar. It's not done, but here's the bar. uh what's not done about it there's some paint that has to happen on those shelves um trim has to go back up there needs to be more whiskey uh my my goal is to to fill it with local you know vermont based stuff i mean there's that bottle of elijah craig that's not local but the rest of the stuff the whopping other four bottles i i I try not to spend too much money on alcohol, because I don't want to drink it. Um, But, I don't know. There's something about that space that makes me want to have a social life. So, maybe it's worthwhile. Anything else happened this weekend? I still don't think I went to the grocery. I didn't go to the grocery store. Uh, and then today's an interesting day. Uh, today starts... Um, on Friday, I had a, had a call. And we'll... <laughs> Stacy says I will have a social life again. Um, today starts a... Uh, part-time access to, at a, a co-working space in Burlington. A fairly new one. And looking forward to that. Because it's an opportunity to get out of the house. Um... Uh, much as I love the cat, it's an opportunity to not have to worry about her. Um, gets me some time in the car. I don't listen to podcasts as much anymore. You know, I'm probably going to do two days a week. Uh, you know, very likely to be Monday and Friday. We'll see. So, I'm excited for that. Shoot, I have a call today at uh, what is that? 9:30. As soon as I'm done with that call. And head up there. So that's where I'm at. That's an update on me. I hope you're all doing well. And let's see what's going on here. Let's see what y'all have to say. The bar, the bar, uh, spam, people spamming. All right. This morning we look at quotes from Alex Haley, author of Roots, The Saga of an American Family. It's it's a... It's a book that was turned into a movie. And I... I don't know if I've read or watched. Which is surprising. I think it was something that... We watched in school and for whatever reason my classes didn't. Oh, my friend Carpenter is gonna be back to work on more stuff today and I'm not gonna be here so I feel a little bad about that but won't be the first time I trust him it's nice to have people that you trust oh I hope the cat doesn't bother him she probably will oh now I feel bad Yuck. In all of us, there is a hunger, marrow deep, to know our heritage. To know who we are and where we have come from. Without this enriching knowledge, there is a hollow yearning. No matter what our attainments in life, there is still a vacuum and emptiness. And the most disquieting loneliness. I would agree. There There is a fundamental desire to know our past. To know where we came from. And... Does that not happen in martial arts? Do we not see people who become so passionate and, and uh, radical, in a sense, about knowing history? We've had some of them on the show, and I don't, I don't disagree the importance of knowing your history. I, I think of someone like uh, Richard Baitlick, who is very passionate about martial arts history. Hanji uh, Bruce Jutnik when I interviewed him that one of the things I remember about him was was, it seemed like everything we talked about came back to that came back to the desire that he felt for knowing lineage and how important it is and Stacy's reminding me in the chat about Alex Gillis who wrote uh, the Art of Killing a killing art there we go Those words were there, just in the wrong order, uh, about the history of Taekwondo. Phenomenal book. And you certainly don't need to know history. You don't need to know where karate came from. You don't need to know how your instructor learned martial arts or why. It's not necessary. But I think it's beneficial. And we've had this conversation on the show a number of times. And I think the reason that I I believe it's beneficial. or Not, I think. Because it's my own statement, so I know. And I have junk in my eye again. I think I've... I've probably... Pulled... Crust out of my eye more in front of... This audience than... Any other... Person. Any single person. So my apologies on that. Um... I think the more you know about the why of something, the more opportunity you have to understand what. Think about music. Think about your favorite musician, song. Knowing where the artist was when they conceived of, wrote, performed that song gives you a deeper understanding into its meaning. Now you can choose to Apply that additional context to your own enjoyment of the song. You don't have to. Kind of the same thing with martial arts. If you understand more about... Why this person founded this style that you train in... It can give you additional context. It can help you understand when and why... Deviation for your own personal reasons may be appropriate. Or... It may give you clarity on things that weren't clear. Why in this form was this changed to this from this style to this style? Oh. It's all subtle. It's not stuff that a typical beginning student is going to find much relevance in. But I think the further you go as we check off boxes of competence in the physical skills... As that personal growth really becomes the driving force. I think the why becomes even more important. Why is coffee so good? Come on. Load. Thank you. Next. Racism is taught in our society. It is not automatic. It is learned behavior toward persons with dissimilar physical characteristics. 98% yes. There is a psychological element that drives us to stick around people who resemble us. Happens in nature animals congregate based on what is similar the 98 that's the that's the 2% the 98% is the behavior that occurs if if we lived in a society where racists simply avoided people I don't think we would have problems I don't think we would be worrying about this it's not, it's, not the, it's not the instinct to withdraw. It's the actions that come from fear, right? Here we go again. Love versus fear. There is no loving act that overlaps with racism. It does not exist. Any kind of exclusion, even differentiation, it's all fear. and it sucks and it's sad and I also know that I will never fully understand it but I do my best because similar to the first quote the more I understand the better I can incorporate that knowledge into my actions and put myself in as, as good of a place as I can to understand And be responsible with that knowledge. I'm hesitating to share something. Because if I share it... Is there a way I can share this without throwing somebody under the bus? I'm going to try. Good morning, Brian. When I was a kid, I grew up but my father wasn't around, so I had my mother, but I also had other people around who, when I think about how I was raised and who raised me beyond my mother that you know, it takes a village to raise a child concept, there are a number of people who are really influential. My two karate instructors are on that list. What I'm about to share is not about them. And we'll just leave it at that. So I think about these people who had a lot of influence on me. And, and how I grew to be kind of the, the collection of these people. Well, one of these people... I was probably 12 before I learned they had some pretty strong prejudices. They were quite displeased. I was even older than that. That I listened to rap music. That I wanted to pierce my ears. That I felt a connection With black culture, and I am in the in the at the time, it was really hard. This was somebody I looked up to, and I recognized that, you know, their perception and the way that they had talked about this with me was not okay. But as I got older, I became thankful that... They worked so hard to hide what I'm assuming... Was something that they were embarrassed about. Because I became... I was old enough when I learned that... It didn't affect me. And in a sense... Their racism... didn't pass from them to me I didn't learn that behavior I'm really thankful that's a hard one for me to even even not putting the person on blast it's, it's hard for me to say that um, so I try to keep the show really positive but it felt appropriate Number three. Either you deal with what is the reality or you can be sure that the reality is going to deal with you. I think a lot of us need to hear this, right? Uh, To say it another way, there's an author I like and he says it as um, You can ignore reality but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring the reality. You have to deal with the consequences of ignoring reality, something like that How many of us live ignoring reality? We don't see what's in front of us. We don't face it. We don't We just put our head in the sand I don't know if you can hear my stomach I'm in the middle of a show You have to wait I'm sure you have food in your dish. There's no way you ate all that already How does that apply? Excuse me. Think about self-defense. Think about confrontation. How many of us avoid confrontation? We avoid speaking up for ourselves. We avoid... Talking to our boss or spouse or kid or person on the street. Whatever. And something happens. Something less than ideal happens. We ignored the reality. We hoped it would go away. We talked ourselves out of caring. Face up to the reality. What if it's... Let's combine these two concepts. What if somebody around you is speaking ill of... Another person, group, culture? Could even be a joke. Let's say it's a joke. Somebody makes a tasteless joke at tasteless racist joke you could ignore it or you could face it hey I can't stop you from saying those things but I don't want you to say them in front of me speaking up for yourself it's good do that that's the reality Unless we learn from history, we are destined to repeat it. This is no longer merely an academic exercise, but may contain our world's fate and our destiny. Sounds a little prophetic. Hey Google, when did Alex Haley write Roots? 1976. Here's a summary from the website en.wikipedia.org. Cancel. Alexander Murray Palmer. Hey Google, cancel. 1976. That's 44 years ago. 45? 44 or 5, depending on what it was, years ago. A lot's changed. Some things less than we would like to. <laughs> Stacy says, Hey, G O O G L E, shut up. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted a date, I didn't want a Wikipedia summary. The thing that gives me hope when we look at a lot of the problems happening in the world today is that we are talking about them. We can't fix any problem unless we discuss it. Unless it is exposed to the light in... To be brutally obvious. Can't create change. Nobody, nobody looks at things that are, you know, hidden below the surface and says, you know, we should change these things quietly without upsetting anyone. We'll just make it all better. We'll just, you know, we'll quietly end racism. It doesn't work that way. It's got to be exposed. And when you expose a problem, the people who are fearful of what those changes might create, they're going to try to hold on. Remember, it's love and fear. The vast majority of people who are... I'm going to make, I'm gonna make a, a, a statement here. I think I believe this. The vast majority of people in the world who are racists. It is not so much that they are fearful of... The reason they speak out. The reason that they are angry and fight against the change. It's not because they're... It is... I'm not gonna say what it's not because. It is because they are fearful of the change. Not... The people, not the... It's not that they want prejudice to continue. They just don't want a different system. They're fearful of a change in the system and how it might affect them. People are fearful of change. You, But you can't have progress without change. You can't have growth without change. You can't advance in your training unless there is change. Your punch, your kicks, your stances, they have to change for them to get better. But so many of us are fearful of change. Not all change is good. But not all change is bad. And we have to know when change is appropriate. Sometimes it's appropriate. Sometimes it's not. Last one. Come on. You can never enslave somebody who knows who he is never enslave somebody who knows who he is I don't know that I can respond to that I think we'll just let that one sit to think about you can never enslave somebody who knows who he is I'm getting to know who I am I'm trying time in the car is good for that for me so alright here's where we're at oh is the Monday episode up yet? Let's to check today's episode yes with coach Sipano Hassanzada. Hassan Zada Hassan uh, Zada I don't know my pronunciation in front of me it's one of the two my apologies for, for getting it wrong on one of them good conversation this guy's done some neat stuff so check it out uh, it's here on YouTube If you guys have guest suggestions You know, we're, we're looking to, to Fill up the queue with some more interviews So if you know people that you want me to talk to Email me, jeremy at whistlekick.com uh, Don't forget we've got social media all over the place At Whistlekick We've got books Like the novel I wrote Have you picked up a copy of the novel? Please If you have, please leave a review I think we're up to six We really need like 25 reviews There's kind of a threshold right around there That the book starts getting recommended and that's what we need in order for it to take off Um, in case you haven't forgotten I'm trying to make Whistlekick profitable and uh, have put a lot of money into it so help me start getting that money back that'd be cool Uh, and the easiest thing you can do is leave a review you could also support the Patreon patreon.com slash whistlekick Uh, make a purchase at whistlekick.com with the code FIRSTCUP15 like maybe a mug pick up a mug you drink out of a first cup mug while we while we talk That would be cool. And of course, most importantly for this show, if you have questions, feedback, comments, things you want me to respond to, as soon as the show closes, please drop them in the comment section and I will respond to them tomorrow. Because yes, we do this show five days a week, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern time here on YouTube. If you're new to our channel, hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications. Thanks, everybody. I will see you back here tomorrow. Take care and peace.